0: Listen, listen, listen. I've been here. is the Black Country blokes chewing the fat. With me, Kev Dillon, Lee Cadman, Craig Pinches, and today we've got three very special guests coming from Mental Health First. So we've got the two Matts and Ian. Now, how I met these putting a profile on Facebook, and they were talking about first aid, mental health, first aid courses. So I attended the first one on Saturday. Now, hopefully, we'll complete it all this Saturday. And some of the stats and figures were amazing. 18 people within Great Britain complete suicide every day. Every day, 18 people complete suicide. And 12 of those are men. So I'm gonna pass you over now. Oh, before we get into it, if anyone has any got any questions or shout-outs, please write in to us on Facebook. So yeah. passing over to you boys, thank you by the way for the coming on. Yeah. That, that,
2: so how, about how, happens, yeah. how did it start? Well, uh, a lot of this started from, well the mainly started from, um, we, I, I, I became a therapist in 2008 and worked for a big construction company, Linden SGB. And I'd always noticed that being on site, being a scaffolder, that. Men didn't really want to talk about what was going on for them. Yeah. And what we noticed uh, was, and what I noticed especially was I get a lot of people come up to me and say, they said, because they knew I was a counsellor, I've got a mate who's going through this, I've mm-hmm. got a mate who's going through that. And it came quite apparently, it wasn't really their mate who was going through it. It'd be them. But that sort of showed the, the level of stigma that was attached to mental health, mm-hmm. that they had to sort of say it was somebody else that was, was going through the issue, for them to be able to talk to me. And I'd sort of say to them, oh, have we tried this? Oh, have we tried that? So I've sort of tried to push the matter household side of stuff in, in the construction industry quite quite a bit. And it recently become, it's become a bit of a buzzword. It's not gonna go away. It's, it's good what's happened because it's got a lot more exposure, um, a lot more people are willing to talk about it. So yeah, it, 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 it's a great thing. So I went and did a Matt health first aid course and I thought it was great because it gave me extra skills as well to be able to just <clears throat> Talk to people about general stuff like depression, anxiety. And sometimes it, it's
0: it's knowing what not to say, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. Like, 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 like I've, I've listened to some of your podcasts, and like, you know, some of the, the man-ups and stuff like that. And what I always say is, how many times do you think, how many people who took their own life the last words they heard is man-up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, what about your kids? Because putting Put shame, shame on people just is not going to work. It's, you've got to have that open conversation, haven't you?
0: Well, how many times in life we've been held by either shame, you know, what will they think of me? Mm. Or guilt, if I do this, am I doing it for the right reasons? Mm. And then to die over two things that can easily be avoided are terrible, aren't
1: they? And for a man, I think it's even harder because it's always, you're always, I guess, supposed to be the strong one. Yeah. You're not supposed to show that weak, like, people might say that as a weakness. Yeah, it's not. It's really a strength. It is to be they're able, they're able to they're... get that out. That's the strong people, really, to be able to yeah. kind of speak about it. And it's usually,
3: I mean, you've usually once you've spoke about it, it's actually been a long build-up to that point of speaking, and to hold all that in is a great strength, to, yeah. you know, to, and to come through it, and
2: then... To... Which, which is a big part of our story, Rich. It's a big part of our story. I mean, jumping ahead a little bit, really, what happened with, with us was, um, and Matt will give you the full story, but, I mean, where we're coming from, most of all that is mental health but really focusing on, on suicide and especially male suicide of the 18 people a day who take their own lives 12 of those are men that sounds a lot but those 12 people could have been spoken to could have truly could have asked them the question are you thinking of taking your own life we re- recently qualified in, in the assist course um and it sort of taught us how to have that open conversation just say look there's a myth around Suicide, then the best thing to do, and research shows this, is just ask the question and you think you're taking your own life. And we actually, I've actually experienced it with with, with Matt. Matt actually, he he accessed the service we was providing at Linden SGB. Um, and I was able to ask him a question, but I'll pass that to Matt now because I think he's he's best explaining that. Yeah,
4: well, what it was, um, it took a long time, it wasn't like I would not, it took months, this dude. Months, obviously. Because I'm one of them guys who suffered with depression and I probably didn't really understand it at first. I probably just got on with it and I probably treated it out with blokes. I'm an ex squad here and I'm um, a cage
0: fighter, I,
2: aren't
4: you? I, I teach and train martial arts. Um, so I'm going for a tough, tough blow. Yeah, Fury MMA down the road, but I'm a scaffolding. It's a
2: budget like, cage fighter, is Budget cage <laughs> But <laughs> um, I do all right, usually. But uh, that's why I'm so pretty. <laughs>
4: but that's uh, case, I, mean. I did the black country block. That's what I do. Edwardian. But yeah, Brandt- <laughs> was always suffering with depression. Probably not. Probably since I was a child, I didn't realise this at first. So anyway, everything I've always been kind of been able to deal with it. Probably not good way sometimes. Sometimes a bit too much beer back in the day, and then but I had a lot of. Uh, Deaths within a short space of time, a couple, of, a few years ago, and I wasn't able, the coping mechanism that I used, used to use was in training, which is, said, but that didn't work anymore, so I was just spiraling down, going worse into this pit, and then it's come to a point where even when I was at work, I started having, I remember the day I was working somewhere on some site, and I remember going to this ledge. And I was there and I was thinking, shall I just do it? And then that's when I knew I had to go home. So that's what was happening. I started to like the odd day off from work because yeah. it was becoming too much. I knew if I went into work that odd day, I'd end my life. And it's not because... The, the biggest thing is when you're feeling it, from my own perspective, I'm not saying for everybody here, yeah. it's like I felt so alone. Even though I knew I wasn't. You know,
0: you can feel alone in a uh, th- crowded room. Can't. Uh,
4: yeah, definitely. But I hadn't—I I didn't feel as though I had anyone to talk to. I should have spoken to people. You know, I should have shared more, but I didn't. And I just shut down and just kept it all to myself. And in the end, the depression just got a grip on me and it just made things worse. Yeah. And then <clears throat> it was just hard, just trying to get up sometimes. And then in the end, I had a, a bit of an argument, and then I. Went that day to go and complete suicide. If I'm honest, and not, and on that day, I was just lucky that some people had actually noticed little telltale signs that I was gonna, that I wasn't being myself. I'm gonna scrap all this. It's naturally Roger, You know what I mean? the are angry bunch, throwing right by knives But someone noticed I was getting a bit more in certain ways, and. It was lucky to me because I contacted Ian, and on the day I was going to go and complete suicide, and that's when I'd had enough. He messaged me, asking me if he'd um, if we he could meet up. I didn't want it, didn't want it because I'd already made the decision. But he says, "Come on," because I've known Ian a long, long time, mm-hmm. good friends, and he, uh, he he kind of got me to go and see him on the Monday, which was cool. But that was a hard weekend because I dealt with it like I've been saying. I just went on the pop that weekend. And then I, Monday come, and I went to work to do half day to go and meet I couldn't go near the lift shaft because it's too easy for me to just carry on and walk off. And I went to meet him. We met at dinner time at Prindley Place. He got me a croissant. Yeah. Very scaf- cosmopolitan. Yeah. Scaffol. 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 We eat possums mate. We eat We
0: We Anyway. And I was like, oh, oh,
5: yeah, I remember eating. I don't like that is bad though. <laughs> but the um, Bright life. But yeah,
4: so, he was sat there, and he must have been terrifying for you dude. Um He, he just asked me how I was, and everything that I was feeling come out, everything. And he asked me if I'd contemplated suicide and I said, Yeah. Yeah. I have. He asked me if I had a plan. I went, yeah. I was telling him. Cause um, there's is the you know, the boy light, the big bridge. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna do. And and I must have been terrifying for him, but as soon as I started talking about it, and then I just it was kind of a relief. And it wasn't, I knew it wasn't fixed. Yes. Yeah. That took a long, long time. And it was eight. Yeah. When, yeah, yeah. um, when I was suffering and the way I was, I just felt in darkness and a massive weight on me. As soon as I spoke to him, I felt as I could breathe a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. it got a little bit better. Um, I
5: mean, I've got a couple of questions in, yeah. in, in that. Is One, is it you wanted to do it but you didn't want to do it? Or there's a song, uh, Sam Cooke, I don't know if you're familiar with Sam mm-hmm. Cooke. And he says, it's too hard to live in, but I'm afraid to die. Yeah. Was it more that aspect of it, whereas you'd made up your mind, but you obviously met because you didn't want to do it what you but felt. You, you learn this on
4: the assist there's that. Like, there's all, it's, like, it's called a turning point. There's always something. I'd made the decision. The thing is, from my point of view, it's like, and you hear this a lot with, with suicide, it's, it's not that they want to die. They just don't want to live the life they're living. Yeah. And that's the big thing. Know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't think anybody really truly does want to die. They just don't want to live this life anymore. On the that's course, That's my own view. Like, On I the course, happens, I thought yeah. it was something
0: very good that you said, because like, people say, because you're a daddy as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they go, well, didn't you think about your children? But it, I think yeah. you talk. No,
4: of course. Sp- that's all I ever thought about, and I thought they'd be better off without mm. me. Mm.
0: But people don't realise, mm. they think, well, haven't you thought about Jasmine? That's my daughter's name, oh, yeah, but yeah, well, yeah, I have yeah. thought about Jasmine.
5: It's just, I think Jasmine would have a bad life with her. Yeah, I just,
4: I just thought I was a burden on them all, all
5: my family. That makes it worse then, because I mean, I've been through similar, and people say think of your kids, but mm. the fact that you think of your kids, and then you think, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be the hero. Yeah. Mm. I'm supposed to be the strong one and I'm thinking of doing this, I'm even more worthless. Yeah. So, yeah. to, to, f- and, and the people that say, oh, someone's got it worse than you. That makes me feel worse as well, to think, yeah. it's that shame. My problem, problem's yeah, to yeah, real to yeah. me. What Th- that's what it
4: is. It's all a personal thing, isn't it? It's it is. everything feels to you. It doesn't matter what somebody
1: else would be.
0: It's exactly. to me when you're there and they go, well, I had John has got no legs. Difficult. Yeah. Well, doing, but it's difficult. <laughs> well, it's It's everyone's
2: personal Experience of how they of how they're feeling at the time, yeah. and what we tend to do as men is we we compare ourselves to others, so we yeah. say, "Well, okay, I'm going through this." And it might be a fact that look, depression is an illness. Yeah. We don't choose it; it happens, it doesn't have to be because of anything. It is an illness that we, that, that, that happens to us. Now, what we do as men is we compare it, so I'll say, oh, my, I'm, not, "I'm not going through such a hard time as you are," so I need to shut up and not say anything. Mm. But in truth, that kills men. Yeah. that That is what kills men, them not being able to go, do you know what? Now, I think we're probably all quite lucky guys, because I know I've got people I can talk to and go, do you know what? Mm, yeah. I suffer quite badly of anxiety, but I can talk to But well, We deliver courses in front of lots of people. Mm. And before, a lot of time, I say to, I say to, to Matt and Matt, look, I, I, I've got anxiety. And all they say to me, look, well, just ride it, you'll be alright, just get through but it's not my up. It's but if you, if you need me, I'm here. And it's but it's just exposing that anxiety helps me get through it. Do you know what I mean? But because I'm allowed to talk about it and I don't have to hide it, because you hide anxiety, you hide depression, it becomes more of a monster. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? And it, it's like it's, it's, it's as if you're feeding it. Mm-hmm. Actually, so all it is, you, you think it's going away. It takes hardening, press ups, getting stronger. Yeah. And it will come. It comes at you even even worse than, than, than before. But if you can have an open conversation as men you doing mm. there, and what you do is great. I think this is brilliant. If you can have that conversation, you bring it out and you expose it for what it is, and you take the power out of it. Yeah, and that is part of getting better. It's like the video, we up, the black dog video, black Talk, or mm. video. And that's what's funny. it gets bigger
1: and bigger and bigger mm. until you start to you don't let it take control of you anymore, you yeah. take control of it. Yeah, and that's the hard part. I guess that's that stepping stone to where you start to take back control. Yeah. And obviously, mm. that's what. Dude, That's took, what I did. It, it, it took a while, and you know, and
4: thankfully, was able to help. And I stopped doing um all anymore because that wasn't it. Just fell in love with him, and then I went back to work. He, he got me to see. a counsellor to a therapist and a Penny, shrink. I call her. She's <laughs> awesome, and uh, I think everybody should get a Penny. Not, uh, yeah, I uh, do no, get your own penny. <laughs> <laughs> but er... Give away
0: from penny
5: But Look, she's amazing,
4: honestly. And like, she, she just listens. And you know, her, her good is just to have somebody listen to you, and not trying to judge her or give you... to tell you stuff, like, you but know I mean? Giving not, you a, not giving you advice, just... Yeah. But just, just listening. Listen, and because listen. people are too busy trying to give you an answer, Amy all the time, and that's what's cool about it. And then I went back to work twice a week. That's just get me back in. I was in the in the yard, and it went from two to three days a week. I started paying for the chemistry myself there, and um, then it was went back to a week. And then I'm part a yard supervisor and I'm part of the mental health team, and we do it there. And we do, do it. There. I think we've been very lucky. We've yeah. been
2: very fortunate because because yeah. of the guy who, who runs the business that we work in Rubblech. He's he's so behind us. He's give us a free reign to create our own mental health team, essentially, our own our own way of doing things. And to date, I think we we've, we've trained within the business hundred and thirty people. We're industry leaders in it. You, you know, no one's done that. Where and we actually took it out to other companies as well. You know, like Lenleys, Bovis. You know taking this out to I'm you you're doing, alpha it, you're doing
0: a course here on the 28th
2: yeah but see what happened from that is obviously we're aware that some people can't always access courses because the truth many people have to pay for training and, and there's, there's a there's a financial element to it isn't there but what we've written between us is we've written a course which we're delivering here on the 28th it's, a, it's, it's fairly basic but it it can wet your whistle it's yeah, yeah. an awareness yes it, it, it is awareness it's familiarization and it just teaches you about depression, anxiety, self harm suicide, and psychosis. So if you think of the main five things that are affecting the community, really on a mental health basis at the moment, and it's, we've got 15 minutes on each subject, that's it. Because yeah. we've done a focus group um, a couple of weeks ago, and we did it with all the people from Let's Feed Brunch, which is a great place. They go out and they feed the homeless every night. Yeah. And our, our, our affiliation with them is that they have got volunteers going out there and helping people and talking to them and they're at the they're at the they the front line right and people who are homeless who are suffering seriously mental illness and our concern is what they're they're looking after them essentially but what about the volunteers because if you're sitting there talking to somebody about depression or suicide or stuff like that, it sticks to you yeah. Yeah. and you've got to try and debrief on that and have a bit of self-care so we talk about self-care as well so that's that's where that course come from we just wanted to do something for the let's feed let's feed brum and we finally got bigger and bigger, and more people going. We could come and deliver it, as you did, Kevin. You know, Kev got in touch with us, and we went, "Yeah, we'll come and deliver that." And we're going to come deliver it here on the twenty eighth, and I'm really looking forward to it. But we want to deliver it to. This is free completely, but we want to go and give it to everybody.
5: Yeah.
2: From the rough sleeper, yeah, to the CEO of the company, you're all welcome. Everyone comes in, you sit down, we have a cup of tea, and we have an open conversation about these subjects. I think you just said it's been great right there, from the rough sleeper to the CEO.
0: People everyone is suffering with something that, eh? it yeah. used to be back in the day you'd have that peculiar bloke mm. in the village and everyone used to stay away from him. Mm. Now it's one in every conversation, isn't it? Mm. And it's from the anxiety to the panic to the depression, all the way up the ladder. Mm. But it can be minute, can't it? And it's, as we said, then them people in the pub, yeah. the big tough scaffolder, yeah. the boxing instructor, the music producer, the whoever is there suffering in silence. Because yeah. Yeah. normally it's the people who, who are going into a and going, oh, I'm having a bad day today, Jeff, and he's talky talking. Yeah. You can monitor him. It's the rose dead swigging his ale. or Of course
1: it's about it as well. You don't know. to see giving them, like, giving everybody, it might be that it's one of us who they see that in. At the moment, they might not know what that means. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's, We're not going to diagnose it, but it's about mm. giving them to think, oh, Nick, I see some of those traits. Here. Yeah, Dave, who goes down the pub. Yeah, was, and so that will lead on then to a different conversation with Dave, if you like, and obviously then you could, they will hopefully say, Dave, how about this, and push him in the right direction. He's the only one pushing, but just yeah, it's yeah. an amazing
2: thing. We delivered the youth course as well, and we've actually we've delivered to people, and we, so I mean the youth course is different from say the, the adult course. I don't want to push the adult courses too much because I'm, I'm we're wary about the, the free course. and right, one no an other, other no other part as well. Right. But we've we've spoken to people and we talked to them say about self harm or, or eating disorders yeah. and you've seen guys actually change and these are you know these are these are guys in a rough industry essentially and they're going, but well, I've been telling my daughter just to just to sort it out or just yeah. to ship out or just you know, sort just what just yeah. if it, just eat or just stop cutting. And then we we made to give them a bit of knowledge around it, he like able like to say, Well, maybe I should attack this a different way. These courses are saving people's lives and they're you know they, they're getting the knowledge out there to mums and dads and friends and brothers and all that sort of stuff being able to have the conversation and the signs and symptoms but then the most important part is going do you know what let's have a look where we can get some help because well, you, you've got to take that from somewhere you've got to say okay tell me what's going on but like the scariest thing you can hear is somebody say to you yeah i think you're taking my own life mm. because it's not that it's scary it's what you're going to do it's scary isn't it because mm. where do you go then what we do, we, we we aim to try and teach you and show you a way of going right. Let's contain this and let's find you a way, get you some help. It's the same as physical first aid. If you go out to somebody that is having an issue, with physical first aid, you don't, you just contain it, don't you? Don't stitch them up. Mm. You just find the right place to go. You find the ambulance. So you, 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 we we try and teach you about avenues of support and help as well, because the, sometimes the problem could be. And I heard it on one of your podcasts uh, the other day that. People get sent to the wrong place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that can be really quite damaging to them because they might get sent somewhere for bipolar and really they're, they're suffering sort of from anxiety disorder or, or some other disorder. And then they, they, they end up getting on the on the roundabout a little bit. Yeah. And then they get disillusioned and unenergised and then they don't want to go and seek help. And then it's the damage they do in between, isn't it, to themselves. And so do that I get that knowledge out there? You were lucky you went to Penny first. But I think
0: sometimes if you aren't lucky, okay, you've got to try and. Um, so if the, if a cancer doesn't work, go and see an NLP practitioner, go and see a fair, um, all these different things. But unfortunately in the real world, it can be very expensive. Oh, of course
4: um, it can. I, I, like, I was just very lucky. But, it, but the thing is as well, there is things out there, yeah. but we always think we're alone in this market. Yeah. There is a lot of groups out there, there's some great groups out there. You know what I mean? And we don't realise this. You know, I never realised it, because I didn't know who you were meant to talk to, apart yeah. from yourself. You know what I mean? I think we've all come to realise that as well, that um, with us
3: four who usually speak and the guests we have on, we've found that we suffer from a lot of similar things. There might be a different cause behind it, but a lot of things, and you're thinking, well, we've been quiet for how long, we must have been quiet for how long, and then then we get four blokes together and actually stop and talk about it, and and it's it's very similar what you're going through.
2: Yeah, That's why I why I, I think we're moving forward in the right direction, treatment. the Obviously, when we deliver these courses, we have one thing called graffiti wall, and we ask people to put words that, that are such negative that are associated to mental, mental health, and then words that are positive. And it used to be loads of negative, because people can just put loads of stuff on there, can't they? And then look, like, just a couple of positive. But now it's starting to yeah, shift the balance. There's, there's more people talking about wellness, mm-hmm. uh, balance, yoga, meditation, you know, steps to happiness, all that sort of stuff. People are getting getting the knowledge now. And it's good to see. Do you know what I mean? It's just little things like that we're noticing that the word is getting out there. People are getting the right
5: information. Is there just a random question yeah. coming me? Is there a difference between uh, mental health and mental illness? Yeah, well, we've all got mental health, haven't we? But we've all got physical That's health. That's what I mean. It can be yeah. maintained in a good aspect. Yeah, mental illness definitely. And
2: you, you can have a diagnosis, but still. If you if you're if you're treating it the right way and looking after it the way it should be, you can live a fulfilling life. Yeah. You know, it, we, another thing we look to talk about is a mental health continuum, um, and you can be you can be you can have a mental illness and not be looking after it where you're, you're in trouble, aren't you? But you can have a, a diagnosed mental illness but be looking after it with the right help and medication, and you can you can you can function yeah. as well as anybody else. So, yeah, I think the answer to answer your question, where we try and come from with that is you've got physical health, so you could sort of say. Legs hurt me today. Yeah, but that's your physical health. But that's your physical ill health. So you could be saying same with the mental sort of side of stuff. Yeah, I've got mental health, but I'm suffering from anxiety. So, it's, so there's some illness going on there. Yeah. But that pain's there for a reason. It's, it's there to tell us look, you need to have, you need to put some attention into this. And that's that's what that's where I think the mental illness comes from. It's saying look, you need to you need to have a look after yourself. I mean, the reason
5: why I say is because a lot of people will consider mental illness to be your depression and be some. If you're susceptible to negative thinking full stop, yeah. that that can be, it's, it's mental health but on the bad side, so that can be considered an illness. Yeah. So some people might think, oh, I'm not diagnosed with any any kind of illness, mental yeah. illness. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got a, a good mind, I'm just susceptible to negative thinking. Yeah. So that's that's what I was trying to trying to get at with that. Okay, yeah. yeah. If, it makes a lot of sense, if it makes any sense. Yeah, of, of course hard. it does,
2: yeah. I, I suppose it's... Um, the fact that if somebody knows they've got they're susceptible to negative thinking means that they can do something about it to a certain degree doesn't yeah. it it means they can adjust the diet sleep stuff like that but it's when people aren't aware that they suffer from negative thinking then i think that that can put you on a road to yeah. getting towards quite quite serious mental illness but i think if you've got some awareness around it you, you're able to treat it It'd be the same sound. saying um you get a cut on your arm yeah but you treat it before it gets infected because you, you know it's there you're looking after it so if you know you've got you, you've got um an injury and it could be negative thinking metal a mental injury you can treat it can't you? Yeah. but it's being aware that you've got that injury in the first place yeah
5: yeah that exactly. yeah. answer yeah it does yeah. yeah i mean i've done it more so for, for people of yeah. course yeah i, guess.
4: Yeah. I, I suffer depression and i'm like one of these unlucky souls i guess who i'm always going to have with. But well, I, I'm not always in depression. I'm not like you know what I mean. What I'm saying is like oh, I always think of it on a roller coaster, yeah. going up and down. And but now I, the coping mechanisms I've got better ones in place. And usually other people notice it. Eh? Usually not eh? here, usually notices when I'm been a bit down. Or they all notice us not down. They all notice something's not right. Man, yeah. he'll ask me, we'll have a chat, and then we just put like you know, and that helps. Talking now, seriously. So
2: yeah. you've, you've got, got people around you can do that, and you've cracked it. You've got some around you can sort of say to the You'll say to me, "You're right." Yeah, all right. Now you're in. Let, let me know. When you, let me know when you want to talk about it, and then they, they all come out. Rather than coming out sideways, I'll go. Well, yeah. This, or, or, or you'll start saying stuff. Yeah. But if people you've got people around you that you've been honest enough to say to them, yeah, I do suffer so sometimes.
0: And don't let your illness or whatever define you. You yeah, are not yeah, yeah, yeah. depression. I no, am I not am reference blindness. Reference. I am someone yeah. mm. who happens to be visually impaired. Yeah. Who happens to have anxiety yeah. problems. Who happens, you know, that mm. they're just parts of me, yeah. parts of you.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I'm, I'm not depression. I just suffer with depression. And like, what gets me is how flipping people who say that we're I'm depressed and stuff. There was a the lady on the on the news of mm-hmm. that the other mm-hmm. week and. Uh, she was a presenter for the weather, and she went, "Oh, what's up?" And she went, oh, I'm a bit depressed. I'm a bit depressed, and there were more because of the weather." But you're just thinking, you look, look what you're saying yeah. there. There's a lot of people who
2: actually suffer really badly mm. with depression. Yeah. It, yeah. Know, it, d- it just discounts you know, what people yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, mean. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and then people, well, I can't really say anything because of this, because of that. I mean, a lot of the stuff we try and tackle is language. Mm. Yeah, you know, and it's difficult because we've it, the perfect one is commit suicide. Uh, commit suicide comes from the fact that it, when you took your own life it was it was still a uh it was against the law or 1960 something like that now so people would say commit but we're trying to change that language and we still fall into the trap sometimes i can I can easily say commit yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah it's easy don't you? yeah 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 but, but if you can stop and you can't you can't dig people out for it because that's the way they've always learned yeah. but if you can sort of say do you know what We we'll try and say this now Mm. And some of it is that story, like you just said.
1: Once people hear that story, then the next time they go to say it, mm. it makes them think about and it. And it's like, oh, yeah. no, no, that's not committed, It's
2: just suicide. Yeah. Well, we yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we was on a course in, in Brighton for a week. This 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 was the assist course. So we trained to be trainers, so we can train people on assist course. And it's basically about it's it's applied skills, applied suicide intervention skills training. And even for the whole week we're there, we're saying commit, 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 and it just keeps coming out. And, and they work, they work. They just say, well, oh, get it. You understand why you do it, just be aware that you're doing it. And you, mm. it's good sometimes, because you stop yourself before you talk. Mm. And that's a great skill to have, is stop yourself before you talk, because you might be listening to someone. Mm. And you, half the time, if you can hear your reply, what you're going to say back to them. You, you hear you, him, but not listening. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, you miss the back end of it, and sometimes that's yeah. where the most powerful bit is. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So that's a bit of silence to put in between, of yeah. saying something, we, 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 just, we do do um, a bit of a, An exercise around it of trying to do that—it's harder than you think. Listening to that we think we can all do it. It's
4: really hard. and And the silence bit, sorry, the silence (laughs) bit is probably one of the most important bits because people—if you give them enough time—they'll—they'll keep talking, and the bit what really bothers them or what's there—they'll—they'll come out. They'll come out, man.
5: I was on a business course today, um, and they were on about breathing. Mm. So if you take a deep breath in. That gives you three seconds to process, or if you just that's interesting, mm. even if you just say that's interesting, it's mm. giving you time to process rather than cut them off short and oh, whatever yeah. else they think that like, must not be really important to yourself. have cut them off short. As far as like,
1: Matt, was you saying, that uh, this is going off on a bit of a tangent now. A lot of my background is what I, did, I was going to say, what should I I did like new football part? training and uh, I'm a faster parent, so I think we work with kids now, sort of thing. And I always remember one of the when I first, I, I got involved in football because my nephew used to play, and he played for a team and then the guy who coached, he didn't really want to do it anymore and um, that. So I ended up taking over the team. I did it for about 12 years in the end, something like that. But it, 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 when it all started, I, I got my pal. who's a school teacher, and I said to him, I said, oh, do us a favour, come and get some in the first couple of weeks. I've not done it before, just, just show me how I can control the kids a little bit. And that was the best thing he showed me. When all the kids was going mad, I'd go, Oi Rich, come sit down, stop doing that. Look. And you'd tell them all what they have gotta do. Mm. He, say, he said he No, don't do that. Watch. And he'd just he say nothing. They'd all mess around with it, and nothing. I don't know, I'm getting told enough. And they'd all start <laughs> they'd all start looking round and then they'd all go quiet anyway. he go, right, sit down now. and they'd, and, they'd and I think that's the I guess the power of silence. Mm. Which yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying anything makes people start to think. Mm. That's and that's weird. like the lads were just saying, yeah. that's the difference. It's by, once you go silent, they can then, they can start to talk. And it's, sometimes it's holding that silence. And that's the, I think that's the hard part, because oh, I'm a talker in my job, uh, that's what I do. So it's sort of, mm. that just going quiet sometimes, and just, like I say, taking a breath. but mm. you said, and uh,
0: Working with um, children as well. What well, I forgot to say at the start, 18 people a day killed themselves within this country. One of those is a child. Yeah. When we say child, how young, how old? I think the, th- the
2: statistics only go from five, yeah. don't they? Yeah, for, for, for diagnosable illness only. But it's yeah. it's, it's um, a, a school child, school within team, sixteen to below. school, Yeah, yeah. Humble. Yeah. 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 I mean, for any poor booker
0: to take the life is yeah. terrible. But for a child, yeah. the thing that we're all but, supposed to nurture and love. Yeah, yeah. You know it's
1: well, i think the stats are something like 75 percent of mental illness is
2: started before you got to the age of 18.
0: which i fully, i can fully believe and it's
2: scary i mean when, when you when you do the court, you do the court you're the course on underused stuff and some of the stats that come out honestly they break yeah. your heart yeah mm-hmm. you know and they to talk about the, the amount of calls child line have had about the self-harm that goes on i think it's the stats i've got up now with self-harm So one in four young girls yeah mm-hmm. self-harm but it's all and, and that's shrouded in shame as well. And it's sort of like what we you saying on the course, David, we, there's, there's not much money being put into the mental health system at the moment, which, which is an issue, but there's more people talking about it. So the stats are getting bigger now but I think it's, it's obviously it's, it's getting spoken about more, yeah. which is a good thing. But I think
0: what you said on the on the course really resonated with me because they say mainly young women or women will self harm. Mm. But how many of us? in a bad mood, you've got to smack the hell out of a tree. Mm-hmm. or it's that's self-harm. My, my hands are bleeding, I haven't cut myself, mm-hmm. but I'm a dominant man and I'm angry, mm-hmm. so i am gonna kick the wall and break my foot, or I'll, I'll, I'll put my hand through a window.
2: It's self-harm. I, I, see, I, I love delivering a bit about self-harm on the course, and that sounds a bit perverse, but I, I love delivering it because people are just like, no, no, don't get it, don't get it, why would you do it? Just don't cut yourself. You, they, you can never stop somebody from cutting from new cutting cuts because they will find a way. Yeah. And when you try and say to people, do, do, do you not get self-harm Because I get it if you don't, you're not, I'm not digging them out, but one thing I will say to them, is, so have any of you ever got that angry where you've punched a wall? Mm-hmm. And everyone's punched a wall. Yes, you know? yeah. And they'll go, yeah, yeah, okay, well, is that sort of not the same? Because it's, you're expressing your anger, you know it's going to hurt you what you're doing, but you need to do it to get it out. Yeah. And a lot of the time with self-harm and stuff like that, it, it's, it's a manifest, manifestation of the pain that they're going through inside, but it can't be seen. And then I start to get it, then and I'm like, yeah, well, I get that. You know, we all do stuff that that's, could be dangerous self harm. Well, we that's what I was going to bring it. on to oh, me. No, no, It doesn't have to, to be physical, does it? The booze, the yeah. drugs,
0: yeah. it's a form of self harm. But I think you said something was brilliant. I to get on the course. I only did it on it's very fresh in my mind. Um, drugs and self harm, which, which come first the, the chicken or the egg. Because mm. uh, yeah. sometimes we drink because. It's a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Like the same with drugs sometimes, people do drugs because it's- oh,
1: yeah, It's a happy experience. A
0: happy experience. But then sometimes you're trying to escape a bad experience with a happy experience, mm-hmm. or you're just trying to escape full stop. Yeah. And look, I always think, I, I wish I could go home and have a glass of wine. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean,
4: because you know- well, you have to be a big
0: one. <laughs> well, <you> know, yeah, But <laughs> It's a bottle, <laughs> And I, I think most of us, are like that we can, and something you said about um, drugs, it it helps you
2: to survive at that time. Yeah, one of the most powerful things I ever heard was, was one of my, I, I was a heroin addict for seven years, um, and then I ended up in prison, um, and I got clean in prison. Did I get any education in there about my addiction? No, but it it was self-preservation. I didn't want to be addicted to a drug in prison because that's just not that's not a good place to be. Um, and I came back out and I relapsed because I had no education over it. But yeah, it's um, it was a coping mechanism for me. Mm. And I was sat in front of a counselor once, and she said to me, she went, "Obviously talking about my drug addiction." And she went, "Well done, well done." And that was just like, what? That sounds good. You found a way to stay alive mm. until you found the strength to clean up, and then and, and now I'm fine. You know, it's good, I'm good. Um, I'll always have addictive traits mm-hmm. but sometimes you can turn them into a positive yeah. but it, I suppose the powerful part is somebody sitting across was saying rather than oh, you need to stop using she wasn't promoting me using she was saying well, you want to get clean now but luckily you got here yeah because
3: that was just coping mechanism yeah, at that point exactly that.
2: and people mm-hmm. find it hard to sort of, sort of digest sometimes because I'm like now my counter said to me well done well done because you found a way to to, to get through to get through the the heartache essentially but you got you to here yeah sitting across from me now well done that was and the chapter know, of that book
0: now you're at this chapter of that exactly
2: book. yeah 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 and it's just what 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 is my path in, in that time but luckily i got through, i got got through that path and some people don't which is which is the, the problem mm-hmm. but self-harm you know eating disorders they can all be they can all be just, maladaptive not just the maladaptive okay. coping mechanisms you know
1: there's a one of the things that, I always, that always resonates with me is that would you rather lose a friend or lose a friend mm. yeah. i think that's
2: really a real powerful
1: statement yeah and they always make, it always brings me back to a story of me yeah mm. where he was at the, going through his treatment stuff and he and he phoned me and well, i knew he wasn't supposed to have a phone so I was in rehab. So he's sitting
2: going, <laughs> going <laughs> <zh> <laughs> so, so he's phoned me up and gone, uh, oh my yeah, look, I'm going to touch this, are you doing? But we've
1: had a chat for probably half an hour. As soon as we put the phone down, i them then phoned Satan. Ian's got a phone in his room. He's following the phone. But me? But that's what you, that what you need. We need to to that's do what do he had to do at that time. That's what was best for him. At that time, he probably didn't think that, to be fair. Probably put it here for a bit but then realised. But it's that, Would you rather lose a friend or? Yeah, Yeah, I think
2: that's a it's a strong thing we sort of say in the course, which is, you know, if you ask somebody, and it might be a friend, or you think you're taking your own life, Mm -hmm. sometimes your concern is, well, how are they going to react? But if you've actually got real concerns and you know this person, I think you've got the right to sort of ask the question, really. And that person could essentially get a bit pissy with you, but what I always say in the course, well, would you rather lose a friend or lose a friend? Because you, that, at least that that pal's still alive because of what you've maybe said to them, they're still
5: alive, and you will pal up again at some point. Right now, it's, it's better for them to be pissed off temporary and angry yeah, with course. you, know, with you know, with the possibility of coming round to the, yeah, yeah. the idea of it yeah. rather than going on, a on a on a lower stage.
0: We have that boxing like um, if you're getting hurt, I'll tell, I'll you, yeah. Yeah. and some people go. I oh, oh, Lee or oh, Lee's dad might i say, I don't give a kipper's dick. Mm. What Lee's dad or Lee says to me, my duty of care yeah. is yeah, to yeah, stop yeah, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And on a, on a great scale that's with a bit suicide, isn't it? One, getting punched in the face, the other one is saying goodbye to your friend forever. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. That's why we're doing what we're doing as well, because we haven't spoken about We do know Old Bard as well, which is a free men support group. Um, we do one in Birmingham, one in Stairbridge, but this is what I'm trying to say, we're trying to get people to go. It's okay to talk, mm. and we try and get people in there. You know, so they know, you know, we, we want to get it before it gets to that point. All right? mm. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, there was a great thing,
2: said on your program the other day, and I know you guys were as well with the verdict, which was catching in the shallow end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. and I thought I, I heard that, and thought, that yeah. was amazing. I on the thing. Thought that is an amazing yeah. saying because the guy said, "Look, if that person splashed about the shallow end, get him then, mm. rather than having to drag them out of the deep end and swallow mm. a yeah. load of water," mm-hmm. you know. And it's all about knowing the signs and symptoms and having the having the confidence to say no you're not right yeah. you're not right and that, and you're going to get resistance you're going to get i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine mm. but it's, it's for you to go do you know you're not yeah and when you are ready to talk i'm here you know it's it's just not it's a nice it's a nice thing to have you know you've got someone to go and talk to isn't it how can people find you guys right well we're on uh so you've got, you've got us there, that's our website, so it's mentalhealthfirstservices.co.uk, that's our number, and what we're, we're, we're happy to say to you is that, obviously we are assist trained as well, so if anybody's ever in real trouble, phone that number and we'll, we'll do our best to help. We'll put down the
0: show notes, won't we? Yeah. yeah. We'll not probably be on today on the live one, but we'll be on all the show notes. Because on the in the pamphlet or the book the, to, on the day, and he said, look on the back, uh, I can't read it lot of yours was I heard around the room go, bloody hell, I didn't realise how many organisations, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that is something that the government mm. is missing. These things should be on, um, on your adverts, while you watch your coronation yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like if you've got these problems, please vote. it should be, we all know 999-111, yeah, yeah. we should know two two two, four four four. 444 you know, so whatever yeah. it is, we, we we're there to go, I'm having a bad day.
1: I, I think that's what this is all about now, He's getting it. Getting more and more people talk about it. And yes. eventually, you'd think there would be some kind of number mm. that will be a mental health number. Mm. But it's about just keep pushing for th- They
2: are out right there, it's just they're not very well, as you say saying, yeah. they're not very well exposed either. Yeah. But we, I mean, we've got a plan, you know, there's, there's stuff we want to do. We want to open, we want to run one of these groups in every seven areas of, of the West Midlands. We want to staff it with people that we've trained. So we, we can train you to sort of first aid level and then to uh champions level and we want to create a bit of a network where people can come talk the champion might spot there's something not really too well with someone pass it on to the first aider and that first aider can then pass it on to, pass that person on to the right signposting well this is what
0: i would love to do in, in associate social mm-hmm. is get this in the boxing world not only in the boxing yeah. world in the football world within the sport yeah yeah, right. yeah 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 I, I think it's
2: massively needed in sporting and because, because if you could do it
0: from here or somewhere yeah. So, everyone is familiar with it, because in football, in boxing, most people who come into boxing, I, I've got bullying tendencies in me, mm. where I've been bullied. Yeah, yeah. And I I look, I'm handing my fist yeah. on I'm petrified as soon as I'm fist, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, if we can have both yeah. of those, think about why are you frightened, or why are you so aggressive? Mm. Let's get to the bottom of it, because I honestly believe, if we could do this at a young age, so I want to do your, your youth mm. course, I, I'd love it one day, I don't know how the laws work, but if we get like some of my youngsters up here yeah. and try and get it into them before and they can teach their dads yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. You know that, what I mean? That's
2: what that's what Matt's come on board for. We've all got our own uh, forte essentially. I mean Matt uh, George, let's call it let's get <laughs> So George comes from the comes from the suicide, depression sort of side of stuff, anxiety, substance issues, and Matt's very uh, experienced with, with the youth side of stuff we're in. So we want to try and cover all areas. What we're doing at the moment, we have written this very basic course that we're sort of delivering on the twenty eighth. And I say it basic, but you know, it's it's got everything it needs in there. And if you like that then you step onto the next exactly. episode, yeah. yeah and we write at the moment we're on a youth course so what we're going to be doing is going into schools yeah. assembly for of, of kids and we're going to say right who knows what i'm excited about yeah and get them interacting get them you know find a way to to get them to to talk to you about stuff and just give them some education about look do you feel to this it, person. it
3: needs to be mandated into schools and into yeah. workplaces yeah. And, you know both of both of those places you have a first aider yeah yeah well that's
2: Has to be there so what is why is mental health well, one of well, the think biggest killer of men well, not in well, they need to get it out there that look you've got physical first aiders out there right now this my, my point and obviously i'm on the soapbox a little bit with it is but for if you've got a company and you've got five to fifty people in it you need a first aider yeah. and for every fifty people after that you need another first aider. A physical first aid i'm not this kind at all. but if somebody's got a physical injury you can see it yeah. if somebody has got a mental health in- injury you need to have a couple of people there really so i think you need twice as many fir- mental health first aids as you do physical and they need to be fairly insightful as well be able yeah. to approach people they need to have certain skills
5: i mean is that is that the reason I mean, I'm constantly playing devil's advocate. No, but is, is that is that the reason possibly that it's not? Is because it's harder to regulate and to notice and to treat? Um, and like you say, you've already. I think you already recommend sense. a double up on on the manpower to deal with it. So do you think that's possible? In some
3: sense, it's a full time job as well. If you've got fifty yeah, yeah. people within a yeah, workplace, yeah, you would yeah, yeah. be busy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and
5: what about that
2: person busy. who's doing that? Mm, because yeah. they're not they're they're trying to a certain level, but they're not they might not be trained to the level where they need they know they have to do certain stuff for themselves well so you might need somebody else watching them supervising them a little bit there's there's so much work to be done but it's going in the right way but yeah. we, you know we need to get the lobby out there legislation whatever yeah. it is then say look you need to get this done because i know there's, there's there's a paper a green paper been going out which from the government about um, suicide and suicide in youth mm-hmm. in, in in the youth culture as well um we're just, we're just waiting to find out if we're joining the. Well, I think we are joining the West Midlands Suicide Prevention Board, which will be good. We'll have it a voice on there then. So, you know, we're, we're going to try and, and, and make moves. We're very well affiliated with, with Papyrus, which is the, the youth. I want um, them to come on the show as yeah. well. To yeah, yeah we, we, can, we can normally get somebody on for you. Um,
0: Cause that's something, though, because I work with so many youngsters yeah. mm. up here. And he was handed out to me, in fact, to one of the charities, one day. The ladies, Louise Gibbs. Who's the she went, you're into this, aren't you? Give them a call, mm. and I thought that's great. And that was just because she'd seen the podcast, And hopefully that's how we can all start bridging each other, yeah, exactly. That, and yeah. saying like, you know, someone, you know, what over there on the board, there's a phone number for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You ain't you ain't even gonna take it, dial it in your phone. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's no one's gonna know. Yeah, yeah. You've told me mm. go and have a talk to Auntie Julie. Dial yeah. in your phone and have a chat. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: What it's Pat pap- papyrus that, that you get in touch with? But I've got, I've, and when you come on Saturday, I've got a load of stuff off often they give me, and it's, this is one of them things you stick it on the wall, and, and you can tear a little bit off the bottom. And yeah. Them away yeah, you. yeah. But they do a great service. We we train with them on, on the assist course, and it's mostly them. You know what I mean? And, and, <laughs> and us. Was, yeah. But they, 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 they were just a great organisation yeah. and just lovely people, and they're yeah. just yeah. out there to try and help young people who are suffering with suicidal thoughts. Suicidal yeah. thoughts are common. Mm-hmm. Lots of us have them. Yeah. But yeah. That sometimes was something on the course,
0: that someone said as well. And I thought it was a great thing. If you have suicidal thoughts, have you got mental health? Mm. And you said, we all, not all of us, but 99%, I've had that thought of, what would the world be without me? But as you said, I thought it was very good what you said, you have the thoughts, it's not acting on the thoughts. Like I have thoughts most days, because I'd love to hit him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to trip him up and push him down the stairs. <laughs> but you can't no, that is, to help, is yeah. you got the problem is acting on the yeah. thoughts and something uh, else um it's like when when you're thinking about it me thinking about it now well, um, all right then i gonna have a bottle of jd and then have a bag of powder mm-hmm. then have it, and then before you know it the thought yeah. has taken over we've well, you lose your logical thinking. You lose uh, logical uh, thinking. You know.
2: So, so if you're, if you're, the, the danger you have is, and, and it's shown on mm-hmm. the course isn't it, that uh, there's a lot of suicides that that where alcohol is present. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what that does, it might give that person, for want of a better word, judge courage. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit more in sh- males. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In, it's mostly in, in males. Do. They, they they drink to get to that place where they got. Cause look, we we had that conversation on Saturday, we? You know where we say, do you think it's 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 a, it's a coward's way when when somebody takes their own life, and we get it out there the question because we think it's a valid one. And people say, and I say, come on, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And I say, yeah, I think it's a coward's way, and we, we explore it. Mm-hmm. And I think in the end we come out with people, and I say, look, whatever you think is up to you, it's unique, mm-hmm. and it's your own business. We're not there to change what people necessarily think too much, do you know what I mean? But we are on a different, on a different level. We're trying to say, well, maybe think of it this way. Mm. And so the flip side of it is, is it a brave decision to do yeah. it as well? Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. Because it, it's not an easy thing to do, is it? I mean, no.
5: you, you've got to get to a point, like you say, we've all had it with, you know, I've, I've planned it myself. I've even planned a way I've mentioned on one of the podcasts, that my voice could be looked after and everything yeah. if I ever did it. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it's one of them that if you do do it, this is why I don't believe it's a curse way out, to what must they be going through to leave the children, the family, yeah, yeah. you know, leave them absolutely shattered. So it's so much consumed them. And like you say, it's yeah. not a rational way of thinking. And if alcohol's in, involved, then you lose all rational, or what's you the, find a the, way to rationalize. Sure.
1: So what's the stats with how many complaints in there? Because once they, isn't there a, a stat the amount of men that complete because they use it because if they're going to do it they do it.
2: Yeah, well, they, they, out of every every four suicides, three of them are male. Oh. Is that is that the stat? That, yeah, it was, it was twelve a day, eighty-four a week. But it something to do with the amount of men who, the difference between men and women. Who, I think the the, the, the difference. It's, the men will the do it. The difference yeah, is how they do it a lot of the time. Men will always choose a very violent way of doing it because it's there's no coming back from it. Somebody was telling us about. I'm not going to go for it because obviously it's going out to yeah. dinner. But in one of our classes, somebody was telling us about the length somebody went to. A guy went to, so yeah, he couldn't yeah, be stopped. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, just, just, just. I've mentioned on the call, body yeah, like, not fair to do it. Yeah, but no, yeah. um, the way he went to to, to get it done. I, I mean, I was still on a, I was going to London the other morning. I was still on a, on, a, on a train platform, and the trains come past me, and I thought, how must it be to be in that mindset where it happens a lot doesn't it yeah. Where you're jumping through that tray and do you know what because that are to step back if you what, the one then just come past it yeah oh, well, i've got a ball ball. to burn but i would not do that mm. i wouldn't have the balls to do that you so i'm mean? not not advocating it all i'm saying is you've got to be in a pretty dark place yeah, to go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. is it well men do it is it
0: because there's no going back from it or is it a bit of punishment
2: as well do you think like so it's unique to everyone mm. isn't that, it that that's the difference we, i don't think it would be wrong with us to paint the paint everyone yeah. in the same brush but you'll go through something different to what i'll go through and then maybe different uh triggers or stresses or drivers on that but but please if you are thinking
0: like this or if you do think one of your your brothers your mates even if you don't like the git go over and have a word with him yeah because even though you don't like him he keeps parking on your drive you know mm. how horrible would it be not to have said
1: you know along that yeah Okay. Questions.
5: Aaron um, was there now, anyone no, <laughs> as well. We're on Instagram, and Facebook as well. If you need to contact. LinkedIn, LinkedIn yeah, and everything, yeah, so you can well, get in touch yeah, with us. Like you said, there will be in the show notes. Um, Aaron normally handles that, so we're doing it. Yeah. Hey? Cheers, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, obviously, what we wanted to try and come here and push is, is, is the free
2: course we're doing. Yeah. You know, it's open to. We wanted to leave this every Saturday to boxing clubs, sports clubs, swimming clubs, barbers. Beauty places where, where girls might be the first person to see somebody who's coming in for maybe too much treatment, body so yeah, body's morphia, all that sort of stuff. We want to try and educate everyone on this so they can, and you know what, if we can get one person out of 30 and everyone might have to say to someone, are you alright? Done our no job. In your no. experience
0: with the youth, what what is more high in men and more high in women? What things would you like to say to people to look out for, like if it was, what should I be looking out for with Jasmine? Or well, what should I be looking out for with Lee? Well,
2: one one of the one of the biggest things I'd say, with with young girls. And look, it, it's happening to men as well. Isn't it? Yeah. You know what's what's the stats, man? I think there's there's one in ten now eating disorders is a man. Yeah, right. I but see eat? that a lot with the blood because mm-hmm. you think of women body
0: dysmorphia. And women. I have lads up here We're naturally big boys. Yeah, yeah, and. Eat, he's not eating or I have a little skinny
1: lad who's naturally seven stone yeah. and next thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put, me,
2: put me loads <laughs> of gear into him <laughs> so? <laughs> put me loads of gear into him so it could be
0: 12 stone mm-hmm. and it's that body dysmorphia. Yeah. so when I was a kid the only people who had a 6 pounds, Peter Andre. Uh,
5: um, no, no. Well the, the, the
0: The window cleaner in the correlation. has got rock hard abs now.
2: <laughs> but you know what? If you look at stuff like this Love Island now, yeah. the kids, course, where yeah. we come from with the kids' sort of stuff is, the kids have got a very different environment to what we had. Yeah. You know, we're saying that, you know, I'd, I'd go out on a six-week holiday, and you come back when the when the lamps come back on, when yeah, the streetlights you. come back yeah. on now kids can't go out now kids and we talked about curling parenting and all that sort of stuff you know but curling parenting it's it's worth mentioning because it's quite a a prevalent point but you you know you know curling so it's the winter sport where somebody throws something on the ice and you have got a couple of people once we're doing that to clear the path yeah Yeah. and it's about how people now and look hands up with it as well and we could be guilty of trying to clear our path for our (laughs) children so they're not having to hit any bumps in the road which, which is good Mm. but then on the other side they not building resilience yeah. so when they hit a bump in the road they're not really prepared for yeah. it then you've got the the elements of we all use these electronic babysitters and i'm guilty of you yeah and it's what that's doing it's because it's, it's stopping that social interaction i put my son on, a, on a, a, an ipad for an hour he's a different kid yeah. Yeah.
3: it's kind of understandable because they were parents um they didn't they didn't uh bring us up for the future we have now no. They were living
5: without yeah. all yeah, these yeah, tents, yeah, without yeah, this. It, so... It's like the Flintstones yeah. and the Jetsons, <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, like it's
0: thing. We <laughs> grew up in the Flintstones. Yeah, we had yeah, yeah. well, Jasmine, we had the, the bag monitor, and we yeah. a, a video. Yeah. 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 There's a little thing under a thing, so she yeah. stops ringing. Yeah. And then yeah. someone went to me and went, well, you never had that as a kid. I went, well, I guarantee you my parents had the option. Mm. They yeah. had about it. It's like a car seat. We were all right. Yeah, but I meant the poor who not yeah. So it's our job to keep trying mm-hmm. to make it better. But yeah. as you said, like, one thing I suffer with, because I eyes are so bad, and I, I often think about now I'm a dad, I wasn't able to get it, do anything, but my parents were always there watching mm. to see if I was about to fall over. Mm. Now I want Jasmine to have that same independence, mm. but I, I, I've, I'm always out of arm's distance. I'm thinking, it's best over, and I'm, I wonder if it's hard for me. Not being able to just dive in front, yeah, or yeah, my dad always yeah, going, "Well, oh, f- yeah. Kevin, watch out! There's a
2: step there." I think, from the mental health point of view, where this comes in, is, is I think, if, if parents, I mean, I, 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 I've been amazed that we put this, this sort of stuff out to, to people and sort of say, "Yeah, just come on in. Yeah. and as a parent you think they want to learn everything they could about it because mm. then you haven't got to be so, yeah. so, uh, I don't know, uh, overpowering what they're doing because you can, you can learn spot signs and, and you can, you can, you've got avenues of getting them help mm. rather than, oh, oh, got, oh. I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop you getting into a situation mm. before it happens right rather than stand back and go, do you know what? I'll, I'll see it happen before, before it does happen. I haven't got to stop you going there. Do you know, yeah. do you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Yeah. It's, it's going to be a little That doesn't mean you're going to let them run in the road. No, yeah, mean, yeah, you know, yeah. But you've got to give kids some freedom no, as well. No, you've got to let him, You've got to let them fall over a <laughs> little yeah, yeah,
0: It's also such a scary time because like, you've been the foster care yeah. Jasmine's four now, and I've already started warning her about you don't let people take photos yeah. of it And say so yeah. that's you know you don't show your bits. So, yeah. You yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're thinking, oh my god, she's four. I thought she was going to be fourteen. Mm, yeah. Don't show yeah. pictures of your movies well, and
1: don't. But now you're saying Look. the foster care thing is a massive eye opener as well because yeah. a lot of the children. They've got a lot of attachment issues, and and, and, but they'll also know to play the system at five, six, seven Mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes we don't give kids enough credit. Sometimes Mm -hmm. how clever they are as well at that age. I mean, like we've had kids turned up and just they've just been taken from one house to another house. They don't cry. They don't. They just walk and go. Where's my room? Mm -hmm. And they go up to the room and settle in. Mm -hmm. And you think. I'm not sure I could do that, go yeah, into some strange yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are they coping with it? in their little yeah. heads at that mm-hmm. moment? And I think there's a lot, if you probably look, I don't know the there's, I don't know or anything like. but um, I'm sure when we speak to, because obviously part of doing that fuss work is that you, you have your own social worker as well, and when you speak to them, the stats for those little kids that have probably got mental health issues, yeah. but don't go down those even dating things like ADHD and, yeah. and all those ones that are, I get the words that get thrown around nowadays there's loads but it's just getting them getting them into the right place at the right time yeah. and that's the hard part uh, early
2: intervention is key all yeah, thing, yeah. if you can get in early and help them early it, it, it's it's the damage that's done between somebody you know being ill getting a diagnosis we've we've taught people on our course and there was one guy in there that his, his mum didn't get she was bipolar we didn't get a diagnosis for over 15, 15 years. Now No, it's, it's the lost yeah. life, it's the carnage, and it's the, the extra added, you know, the self medication, that sort of stuff, the damage they do to themselves before. Going back to what you said, at least if you know what you've got, you can look at treating it, can't do you? you well, think what you said about,
0: sorry, what you said yeah. about bipolar, you only get treated when you're down. Mm. Not it's when you're when you, um, on yeah. the manic, is it?
4: Yeah, because of are most created, then
3: I aren't mean, yeah. well, they? Yeah. And isn't that something to do with the person who's not speaking at that point as well? Because mm-hmm. if you don't go to the doctors and tell them, you're not going to get diagnosed in the same breath.
4: I mean, but what it is, because is if you're bipolar um, as well, if you're on your mania, like, that's when you're best creative. Let's say you making music, musical, you're a poet, or you're a writer. And that's when you're feeling the best. You're never go- ever going to go to the doctor because you yeah. saying, "Look at that bright side." You're yeah. yeah. never going to go when you're feeling. But like the, but on the other side of that as well,
2: mainly mainly can be can as, maybe, yeah, yeah. as yeah, as, as yeah. the depression because you know people go out there and, and and you know they they are actually in sort of in psychotic so mm. yeah, yeah. and they'll they'll max out the credit cards. They'll have sexual behaviour that's it's risky, all that sort of stuff. So we need to be aware that you
5: know. People probably won't get help as much when you're in the mania, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. you know. Do you think we have too much um, weight on our diagnosis and wanting to be diagnosed? Like, I'll, I'll go to the doctors, you know, I, I've, I've been a few times, because my partner said, you've got to go, 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 and get help, got to mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. And I was always met with the same generic textbook response. Mm-hmm. And in the end of day, like, going again, not going again, not going again. But I know there's something wrong, with me, I know there's something not quite right. So mm-hmm. if I was gonna hang around to get any help, mm-hmm. based on a diagnosis, I can't get any help until I've got a diagnosis. Do you think mm-hmm. we hang too much weight on that? Because if you know there's something wrong with you, you know yourself that you should be seeking out, whether it's government funded, whether it's people like us, and don't hang so much weight on a diagnosis. If you can get one, it can be monitored and you can be helped. Yeah, helping. I think there
2: many different aspects to it. I mean, it, it if you look at it from another point of view I think there's pe- even people like Kylie when she went to go when she went to the doctor about she she, she had breast cancer and she was saying I think I've got even she had to push to get the test done because that's pensions she was a pencil in the day these mm-hmm. tests cost money they get a diagnosis will cost will cost money uh, it can do a great job but the waiting is to go to before you actually see mm-hmm. and get to in six mm-hmm. months it's not even that to try and
1: get a, a child into cams. Mm-hmm. and this is going to have to look after like that's not daily
2: cams no, no no yeah, not at know,
1: all yeah. but they put they're that many obstacles in place and it's not probably cameras it's probably the local authorities before you get to camps. Mm-hmm. but they'll put they'll put things in place that we had a child that we knew what we wasn't going to have for, for forever because fostering can be from a day to 10 12 years it just depends but we knew we had a child that we knew wasn't we wasn't going to have that long and we went to like they have lack reviews and you go and have their First, reviewing the first album, and my thing was like, look, you can, she has got some issues uh, because of the upbringing she had, so she needs some kind of counselling, she needs some trauma counselling. Mm. Their response straight away is, "Well, how long is she with you for?" And we said, "Well, we don't know yet, but well, until she's in a settled environment, we won't even start it." Mm. Yeah. And my answer, I never yeah, my answer to good. that was, "Well, why does she keep moving? Yeah. Why not? Surely, as long as her counselling or her treatment." As long as that stays the same. That is the consistent. Well, it's, it's, it's like a, I you're there probably.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, go back to your diagnosis question, because I think it's quite an important one. is some, pe- some people actually love it when they get they they like it when they get a diagnosis because at least they know what to deal with. There's a great programme on recently. There's there was four episodes of it. Uh on BBC one what was it called? Channel was 4, it? Channel 4, something like that. But it's basically, it was, it was, it, they opened the doors to the psychiatric unit in, in somewhere, Derbyshire or Leicestershire, or something like that, and they show you different parts. And there was a girl that was going out, and they thought she had OCD to start off with, and she was just full-on suicidal, 11, she said she's, you know, and the mum and dad were there heads fall falling off, They didn't know what to do. And when they finally got her a diagnosis, which was, I think it was a form of bipolar, at least they knew how to treat it then. So the diagnosis helped them out then. But I think you're right, what you're saying. Sometimes people are too quick to put a diagnosis on yeah, something, yeah. but it's, it's a label, yeah. and we're too easy to too, too too label lab- people nowadays. Yeah, Do I, they I feel that the diagnosis
0: is good if, as you say, you know, But sometimes mm. it's ah, Kevin, you oh, does not sleep, oh he's got this. And go, Well, what's he eating? Mm. Well, he, he, he's had five red balls, mm. Mm. He's had, he's yeah, had, and I think he's just whizzing his head off. Mm. I, I
1: think what you get from that is diagnosis is good if it's the right diagnosis yeah yeah
5: do, do, do you think people feel that there's nothing wrong with them or they think there's something wrong with them but until it's confirmed by a doctor by a GP then there's nothing to activate yeah. you've, you've got to be
2: frustrated thinking I oh, know there's something wrong with me yeah and a doctor imagine you keep going back to a doctor saying look this is happening and um, do you know the problem you have nowadays if you're self-diagnosed because you've got Google yeah and doctor Google, Google. And, 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 yeah, yeah the problem is you, you're looking on Google I've well, got that I've yeah. got that. Yeah, I've got that coronavirus shit. I've got this. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden we're, 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 we're diagnosing ourselves with psychosis. Yeah, but really, it, 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 it depends on the level of it. We've all we've all got levels of sort of diagnosing ourselves. We can all be a bit anxious. We can all be a little bit yeah. regimented, and you and then you can so you, you know everything's tidy up. You've got OCD. Yeah, and then that goes back to what we were saying before. Imagine how discount it is for somebody who's got OCD. Mm. No, a, a little story about OCD and it's it's, it's talking about we're trying to get a police officer to come to our next focus group which is the 21st in Digbeth because I'm sort of trying to stand up for the police a little bit because there was um there was a survey done on, on five hundred Thames Valley police people right And they said to me right okay how many of you how many out of the 10, 10 calls that you had you think are mental health related and they said four now these police officers aren't really trained to deal with this mm-hmm. and it's it's not really fair on them, it? but the, it's as if it's getting pushed on them. Now, one story we, we also listened to was there was a girl and she had OCD quite badly, to the point she thought her skin was infected, right? And she's having a psychotic episode. She tried to burn her skin, right? Um, she's a professional person, you know. She's, she she's, she she was leading them quite a quite a functional life before this, but she's she's had this OCD episode happen, so she burnt her skin, and how people have come out to her, but they couldn't handle it because she was she was not containable, you know, she was mm. acting out. So the police have come. This is in the hospital. And what's happened to this girl then, because of where she's at and there's no knowledge to be able to help her, she got took to the police station. The police can't let her into the police cell with bandages on. So they have had to take them off because it's ligatures. Now she's, she's got open wounds, wounds, right? And the, the, the gang she's got on could be using ligatures as well like taking that off. So now there's, there's a, a a naked girl suffering with a psychotic episode because of OCD, lying on the floor with open wounds in you know, a police cell, and she's had to have men round of taking this stuff off her. Now the reason why she had OCD was sexual trauma. So now you've traumatised her as well. Oh, yeah. Now that's, that's just a good. little little mm-hmm. story for want of a better word of if there'd been some knowledge yeah. and some help at the first point she wouldn't have gone through that.
5: Yeah.
2: And it's just sometimes like signs and symptoms and being able to, to be able to clock that
0: but not many people have got these tools. Like my wife who's to for 999 calls on the ambulance and no one there was trying for it. Mm-hmm. So, and some people it's, um, they're having an episode. Mm. Some people, they're lonely. Mm. Some people, but like an ambulance, it should be a um, cash hold entry or knees having a heart attack or, but people are phoning up because they're desperate. Mm. And you go, oh God, stop being saffed, stupid. That person is not an attention seeker necessarily they're desperate, they're lonely Mm -hmm. and that's why we need these other organisations or people on the phone to go this is 999, this is ramblers, but if you phone 222.
2: hmm. Yeah, and again going back to where we're going from, early intervention, Early intervention. like we said 75% of mental illness is shown before the age of 17, Mm -hmm. if we can get them early with a bit of knowledge, we can get them the right help, you know, so they don't get that far, so so it's becoming that, that problematic. Yeah, the a question is,
0: what might be to answer for? Do you think mental illness can be um, learned behaviours, or do you think it's something that's normally triggered? Do you think it's normally something that's happened to you, or well, something? Mental illness is mental illness. Yeah.
2: Isn't it? It's not. I, I personally, and again, we come from where we come from. An it, illness is an illness. Yeah. I, I think. About. I think learned behaviours, learned behaviour, and learned coping mechanisms, are learned coping mechanisms, even if they're maladaptive, and problematic. But illness is illness, isn't it? And I get where you're coming from, it's a real good question. We yeah. like, you, you couldn't learn to, to, to have asthma. No. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So we've got to look at that. Point. I think and behavior can,
3: be it can make, make that illness worse. Yeah, if, you, it, if you're around people who are negative, naturally that rubs off on you and can make that. It's position.
2: that nature and nurture, isn't it? You know, yeah. and if you've, got, if you've got it in your nature to be uh, susceptible to yeah. negative behavior, and then your environment doesn't really help you out either,
0: you're in trouble. Yeah.
5: Well,
2: from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much for
0: coming out. And I, we've got a course up here on the 28th of March. Unfortunately, this one's fully booked because I've been telling people about this. But what I want to start doing is getting all the boxing clubs around the Midlands first. Because I think let's be the top of our game. For once, let's be the, the best at this. Let's, let's, yeah, yeah. let's get boxing clubs. Football clubs, rugby clubs,
1: martial art clubs, martial
0: art club, <laughs> the Cubs, <laughs> Scouts. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, music, music clubs. Everything everything, everything. All of them. Yeah, everyone. Let's
4: what, get us all in. What man.
0: touched me when I was on this course? I was expecting to be all very academics when I went, and that's in, when I went on your course. I was thinking it was going to be. Hi, my name is John from Accounts, and, yeah. and it was All these church organisations. What really, really amazed me. Mm-hmm. These like are the scaffolders because mm-hmm. one of the one of the things and. Um, People in the construction industry are more likely to complete
2: suicide than other people. It's every day. While you're there, I, I mentioned that to we've, we've, we've had a lot of help with what we've done from an organisation called Changes UK, yeah. which is Steve Dixon and Andy Copley. You know, they've, they've helped us out in an office where you got training in a day that, you know, we had to use that room. And they they, they come from a recovery point of view for some of the and obviously that's quite close to my yeah. heart. But just going back to what you're saying, a lot of the people who's in on that course, I think that was one of the best courses we've yeah, experienced To yeah, fair, yeah, 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 yeah. because everyone who was in there was open and ready to share yeah. and we find that the best courses we have are the people that are on it and some of those guys from change we're amazing people you know yeah, and, yeah, brilliant. and we put we put we put direction operate operations directors together with people who in recovery with people who are training boxers to scaffolders and to and the, and the yeah. girl who was yeah. we bring everyone together mm-hmm. and hopefully the course the way we deliver it is, it's not death by a PowerPoint. No. You know, it's, we, we have, a, for want of a better word, we have a bit of fun with it, yeah. and we... Well, we, well people know, like well, me worry about thinking,
0: oh, I've got to go back to school. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you're
2: thinking, I yeah. put my hand up and like, i
0: going to look like a plonk or anything, <laughs> and, and it was credit to all of you for doing it. And I'd recommend it to everyone, even though like, I can't read like, and everything, it wasn't a big part of it. So you haven't got to feel like yeah. I'm dyslexic or I'm visually impaired or hearing impaired. They're very accommodating to what they were doing. Yeah. And I think, it's, I think it's something that we should all be doing now. At 2020, we're already a bit behind the game, so let's let's push through it. Let's let's run through the next bit. Mm-hmm. So, by the grace of God, if it does happen to you, which I think in this world is happening to more and more of us, mm-hmm. let's be equipped for it.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean a big reason why I wanted to train in physical first aid is because somebody we knew their daughter had a, had something happened to them on holiday and because want you to learn the physical first aid course mm. he was able to save her life Yeah, let's look at it the same way yeah. if we can get trained mentally I, 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 in mental health first mm. aid you might have the skills to save your child's life your, your brother's life your sister's life you might have the skills that are needed to get there and it's on par with physical first aid believe yeah. me I've done pl- plenty of physical first aid and I've, I've learned as much on these courses and it's that that we're here to push this yeah. free one we'll do it for free for anyone and we'll, it it's not like you've got to come to us we'll come to, yeah. yeah. to, yeah. to you we'll bring those thank, we'll f- thank you for giving us the exposure yeah. and, and, and it's, no. been a, it's been a great night I've been really, really? enjoying it yeah. what, what,
0: I always like to end on a quote um, there's one I loved the other day do you know which one I'm on about um, me and what you say me and what you say but don't say it mean I love that saying because in this, in this time yeah. with free speech and yeah. I fully agree with free speech Mean what you say, of what you say, don't be horrible when you say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We've all got the right to offend. We've also got the right to be offended. Yeah, yeah. So be passionate,
2: but don't be cruel. Yeah, just yeah. remember that that person sitting next to you might be going through quite a lot. Yeah. And it, it might be you actually, who be the person who they don't even know who goes, you're all right. Yeah. You might make all the difference. Well, thank you once again. Yeah.
0: So until next week, gang. to it. Yeah. Listen,
2: listen.
0: And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page, and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta-ra-ra-bit. Listen,
1: listen, listen.